Hey, hey, y'all. This is Debunk with Farah, aka Bunny. And I'm here to tell y'all that this is a show where we're going to really just talk about any and everything from pop culture to sociology, psychology, anything that really just pertains to human life. It can go from epigenetic research to even looking at something as simple as um understanding the world around us from cityscapes urban planning this is just the show for everything so with debunk i definitely want to talk about first this is our first episode so yay i'm so excited for that and this is the episode that i really just want to like come to y'all and talk about something that's been all over the internet and it's been around for ages okay and it's hair theory Mm -hmm. yes hair theory and i know people are like oh like you know what is that or how did this come to be about or isn't that something that's always been and yes it's always been and it's so funny to see how mainstream media and tiktok just really repackage a lot of things in this way that makes it more platable um but before i get too deep and off into that i wanted to talk about my advice for the day so my advice for today and just how i've been feeling it's always going to be something different it's always going to be something that's relative to what i'm personally going through but it's also something that i know that a lot of people would definitely like benefit from because why not people need some good tidbits of advice some good tidbits of positivity in their life because this world is so crazy and it's really hard to actually sit and filter through that and continue to be yourself but let me let me get into the advice (laughs) so the advice for today is to change your pathway not your plans and when i say this it's like change how you go about things but never change your goal um so many times people get so caught up in how they're going to reach their goals how they're going to reach their like best self and you just get fixated on how it's going to be perceived or how you would only see it working out for you but that is so limiting and it's just like you know there's so many ways to accomplish one things there's so many ways to just you know think and get a great result or get a great outcome so i think this is one of those situations where we need to apply look it's okay to just think differently and honestly get to a point where we can understand like our goal doesn't have to change but our pathway can change as long as we get there okay and that's our little tidbit of resilience and adaptability we need to be more adaptable (laughs) and not foregoing your morale or anything like that but just more just getting to a place where you can understand hey look everything doesn't have to go as you plan as long as you get there as long as you get to the same destination like that's the only end goal that we're looking for so and my song of the day as well this is going to be a part of my format it's always going to be like i'm going to talk about whatever that's on my mind and i'm going to talk about my advice then my song of the day 
and yeah and then we're gonna get into the episode and that's gonna be like the format of this but this is very much like oh like this is the first episode i think like <laughs> but okay so the song of the day is this new album um but i just want to talk about this song yeah yeah by jane doe and it is so good so so just vibey and if you want to get into like a positive mood it's very summery like it's very uh i'm gonna set the background for you it's very i'm in the car my friends were on our destination we're to our airport i said our airport the airport and we're about to go travel that's what it gives like you to embark on an adventure and you're just making sure that the mood is right and that it's it's really just upbeat so and the album is called Heavy by Jane Doe. She's like a very alternative R&B singer from the DMV area. I'm hoping I'm getting that right because that's what I remember her as. Because um, she's been around for a minute, but she's more so newer. And I would associate her with the likes of like Raven Lene, uh, Steve Lacey, Smino, stuff like that. Um music that sounds like that that's exactly where she's at so along with this just wanted to talk about your theory so let me get into it before i get really uh sidetracked with something else uh i have adhd let me stop (laughs) i do but that was just so random like come on girl um and it's always going to be like that, y'all. Like, it's always going to be something where I'm talking and it's just, like, where are we originally? But I think that's going to make the solo podcasting experience for y'all more enriching. Like, you're going to be like, yeah, like, I've never even thought to go that route. But I see what you're saying. So, yes. Okay, so hair theory. I learned about hair theory. <laughs> learned quote-unquote through tiktok and i was just like you know what really is this trend where you see so many people just basically um changing their hair um according to like the sound they're using so they would go synchronized with the beat and so they would just change it from maybe like a uh, ponytail to like all down to a look that gives it all to the side like a side bang or something that is going to be braided or something that you know it just plays with perception but more so um it just started the talk around how hair in women and how they're socialized and perceived and i just found it very interesting because it was very um uh white centered and it was like oh like if you have blonde hair then you know, people are going to perceive you like this. And, you know, if you have um this type of long hair, like people are going to see you as more attractive. And it's just like, this isn't new. Like, we've always seen this for the longest where, you know, women are encouraged to overall have long hair or women are encouraged to, you know, have a certain hair color or a certain hair color. We notice that people are perceived a little bit um, more fun and I just think that it's very interesting. So, and something that we really just need to understand where this stems from. And this obviously stems from, you know, Eurocentric beauty standards. But I don't think that 
it's dawning on people how much so like I don't think it's dawning on people the extent of Eurocentric beauty standards because hair theory is being talked about right now <laughs> in 2023 but this has been around for ages this has been around for so many people when it comes to black women or when it comes to women of color like it's such a politicized thing when it's talked about with women of color so to see this theory and conversation be repackaged and talked about through the lens of white women is very interesting and I think uh the perfect way we should talk about this is through a study I'm always going to sit here and I'm going to talk about something right but I'm going to come with facts I'm going to come with some sort of understanding some sort of researched idea so you're not thinking I'm just pulling stuff out of my my like butt like this is just something so random this is all subjective like no we're going to have some objective research always in these episodes of debunk because you can't just debunk something and there's no research there's no applied life to the theory it's just feelings subjection bias um yeah so emotions i'm not going to say that you know a theory should be without all those things no but i do think like leading only with those things yeah that's still a recipe for disaster okay i'm all for mixing it up i'm all for objective then subjective like let's get you know get into the objective and get into subjective and let's see how that plays out for you okay so okay so i have the study it is the sociological what <laughs> uh the sociology of hair hair symbolism among college students okay this is a study that was done at a connecticut university and it's very interesting and they talk about a lot of different um their methodology they talk about their findings and how a lot of times you know Research can be lacking. Research can have a lack of internal validity. Like, how is this applying and applicable to real life? Like, is this research, is this really something that is going to be as realistic and as similar to our findings when it happens in a natural setting, in a natural phenomenon? So I think this is interesting because I love how they, you know, every study has to have their their discussions and the and they notice how their applicants are mostly white women and they talk about how it's like a study of like maybe less than 200 women and it's mostly women and these again it's college students, okay? So this is not like something that's very much the majority of the world and not even the majority of the US. So we have to take that into consideration. This is among Gen Z, if we're going to be quite honest, but I think that it can play to a large role of how people are socialized because with the um younger generation or Gen Z, you can see just how things are repackaged or what's trending and how that relates to the rest of the world but at the end of the day like this is not the majority and 
a lot of studies really talk about how they're really Western centered and they will definitely clock that on their own within their discussions. And I appreciate that because let's keep it real. Okay. Let's keep it real. So it is very interesting because they talk about different labels and popular terms such as prep, goth, urban, hipster to categorize people and styles of dress and how there's traits and uh, personality traits that are assigned with those styles and ways of just dressing. And a lot of the times there's this sort of group identity that's implied just to one single, uh, like one single individual. And that's something that is talked about within this research. Again, this is the sociology. Why do I keep saying that? This is the sociology of hair. Hair symbolism among college students. This is done by Jody Manning, okay? And so with this, we're able to see how these hairstyles and colors are socialized and also stereotyped. That's a major keyword within this study because they really they do not hold back in terms of the qualitative research. Like they're going to talk about the hair color, they're going to talk about popular terms and relate back to, you know, older systems and how this plays a part in our modern world and how things are just always always repackaged you know everything is just you know it's like that saying where it's like no one has an original thought and it's like you have to realize like there's been so many people living on this earth like we cannot sit and act like we are just the original thinkers everything that we have to say or do is just like you know we're the first to do it because no people have been living life for so long humans have been around for so long we can't sit here and think that we aren't inspired by one another or that something isn't similar to one another because we're all creating around the same things so, and you know there's sometimes there's situations where um you know someone can have like a breakthrough and it's just something totally different totally new and most of the times when we have big breakthroughs whether it's so I see that mostly within scientific research. It always comes with controversy because it's so new. And that's just that's just um how that goes. And that's with anything in science. And honestly, like there's never gonna be something that's not seen as debatable. And I think good science is always debatable. Um oh my gosh, y'all, I'm really showing like <laughs> I'm really showing my um my my science background. So I graduated uh May 2022 <laughs> um with my uh psychology bachelor's degree and my minor was in uh human biology, so the concentration of human anatomy and that's more so on the like nursing track, but oh my gosh, y'all like <laughs> I really love education, but let me get back. Oh my goodness. Let me get back to what I was talking about. So I like how they are able to clock themselves within the study because you have to understand the limiting factors within a study. So they have 197 students that were surveyed and most of them were brunette, female, Caucasian, and belonged to the School of Professional Studies. And they 
said verbatim, this is verbatim, due to the lack of diversity of the population, it becomes increasingly difficult to make conclusions about the underrepresented demographics within the population, namely men and African Americans or minorities. Okay, so I feel like this study, and this is why I picked this study, because this study is perfect. It's perfect for the hair theory trend on TikTok because that is the demographic and mainly the people who have been talking about this as if this is new. And I wanted something to relate back to understanding how this is applied in real life and really what is associated with hair color, style, and other things like that when it comes to people's uh, phenotype, uh, their physical traits. So um, I think it just really, I like to have things that match in terms of um, it's able to make sense. So hair theory has been talked about for a lot of times on TikTok mainly. I have not really seen it anywhere else like on Twitter or Instagram or any other platform really because it's such a huge trend mainly on TikTok. And I really want to be able to have that same demographic be seen and have some type of like study applied where you're not just pulling from like lived experience, which is also valid, but you also have the study that's been done and we can see how people actually socialize people um, according to their hair color. So this is only among women and that's who I've been seeing. Been basically doing this TikTok trend. I have not seen, oh my gosh, I'm thinking about, I have not seen anyone else. Like I haven't seen guys do this now that I think about it. And I haven't seen, I have, I've seen black girls do it. And of course, they address how like this has always been a part of their um their life, and this is nothing new to them, you know, because it comes into discrimination. Um, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, I, this study basically fits the TikTok demographic, and also it's the same generation, same <laughs> Gen Z too. So <laughs> okay, I ate with that. Hold on. <laughs> So, yeah, they talk about methodology. Now, again, this, I give y'all the title and the name of the author so y'all can basically like research yourself because methodology, I don't really care for that. Like, I'm not going through that. I'm going to be talking about the findings, the discussion, and really like the data on it, what was found on it, what was the actual um, research and history applied to this. So. Um, it's so funny because they talk about stereotypes about hair have existed throughout history and persist within American society even today. Um, this is again verbatim from the study. So, for example, the Gaels of ancient Rome who were captured by Caesar were forced to dye their hair red and learn German in order to signify class rank. Roman law once required prostitutes or ladies of the night to wear blonde wigs. Following the repeal of this law, blonde wigs became part of everyday fashion. Perhaps that is the beginning of the belief that blondes have more fun. Now, <laughs> that right there, oh my gosh, I think that's a lot in itself. That little chunk of information is a lot in itself. You know, blondes have more fun, blondes are just so pretty, they're just, you know, this and that. Like, there's this very ditzy 
very um ditzy like oh they're fun stereotypes applied to blondes i'm just like you know like where did this come from and that's interesting to see that once upon a time only prostitutes were supposed to be wearing blonde wigs like that's just um that's just a lot because you see how in a lot of shows like love is blind or any of the dating shows really like it could be love is blind or um any dating show on Netflix, any anywhere, blondes are seen as the most desirable, or they're seen as the most loose, or fun, or, and I'm just like, you know, like, where are people getting this from? Like, I honestly do feel like people should, you know, judge people off of their character, how they treat you, how they go and deal with you. Um, it's just very interesting. Uh, but according to this, that's the beginning of blondes having more fun and this is apparent in the portrayal of blondes brunettes and even redheads in the media and popular culture um they talk about how Marilyn Monroe popularized the term blonde bombshell that it was coined around the time and also really played a role in how blonde was seen as such an attractive hair color um everybody knows everybody knows about Marilyn Monroe love her she had such a tough life it's because of how she was sexualized so heavily since she was born. Like, it's ridiculous. And you see how a lot of um, feminine traits, how things can just really amplify people. Like, I don't like, and I don't like that because it's just like, it's really sad to see like, you know, I mean, I'm saying this stuff, but y'all do not know the history of Marilyn Monroe. The way I kind of, like, hyperfixate on certain things, I know that some people, like, research, but I'm not expecting everyone to know, but I think everyone should, like, definitely research her, like, personal life and understand her a bit more. And aside from um, her love life, like, really look at how she was brought up. Um... <sighs> Uh, makes me feel for her every time but that's one of the main reasons why that hair color is seen so attractive and I'm not surprised at all uh, brunettes which makes about 60% of the American population they're seen as um basically like plain Janes and this is what is s talked about within the study that they're seen as dependable emotionally secure and just really reliable um you also see within redheads, they're seen as the ones with fiery tempers and being really passionate and really having um, courage and just being a passionate lover. And these are all just widely accepted stereotypes that are associated with hair color. And there's so many different just social cultural associations with hair color. And this is just something that's simply within American social norms, by the way. I'm going to reiterate that because this may be different for other countries but this is specifically within the american lens okay i'm always going to talk about the demographic in the american lens or uh not the american lens but i'm going to talk about like if there's like a limiting factor to a study and this is that this is only according to like american history and their social norms so yeah not that i'm only going to talk about american social norms i'm not 
<laughs> let me reiterate that and clear that up. <laughs> let me clarify really fast. Um, and it's just very interesting um, to see how a lot of times, you know, length plays a part in length of hair plays a part of how attractive someone's seen as whether they're like feminine and confident or happy or like, you know, and a lot of times there is honestly like such a it's such a difference when it comes to the hair color which is very interesting um blondes with long hair within the study were found to be more attractive than blondes with short hair um and it's so weird how they were also seen as having more maintenance and that's specifically within blondes who had long hair okay um there's also this interesting factor where they talk about how um, brunettes are just seen as um, reliable and they're seen as either plain if they have like, long hair. And it's just very interesting um, to really see how length plays a part. I honestly never thought that that would be something that like I do like I do see how link will play a part but I just like I forget because I am a black woman I forget how that could play a part within um white women in their spaces if that makes sense um because I live through this lens I'm like okay but I should honestly recognize that and I think that um that's not even something that I'm surprised about because I would think that the hair color would um outweigh the length the way that like a lot of like white women specifically talk about hair color like I think like the most I've ever um, seen that within like pop culture had to be within Selling Sunset I was watching Selling Sunset and the way they were talking about blondes like I've never heard blondes mentioned so many times in one sitting I was just like what is going on like like and you know like I was like what is really going on like um it was really interesting to see how they really socialized and they really internalized that stereotype of blondes having more fun and being attractive. And you can see that in other things like even um Paris Hilton and her old like reality TV shows. Um, that's something that that was really common in her stuff. Like I think she was like the biggest mainstream push for seeing blonde people as ditzy um because people just expected her to be stupid because she had all this money and she wasn't the one to make it and it was just like her family and how they were acting um how Paris Hilton and um the girl I forgot her name I forgot her name oh my goodness Nicole Richie um Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie were acting on that show. I think that really popularized. They both have blonde hair now that I think about it. Um, now that I think about it, they both have blonde hair. And Nicole isn't a natural blonde. Like, she had, like, sandy brown hair. You can see, like, she had, like, a wheat blonde going on where it was kind of, like, um, just brown and blonde all throughout her hair. Whereas, like, Paris had, like, platinum blonde. Like, she was, like this is blonde all throughout roots to end and i think that they definitely like 
in terms of American pop culture, they definitely pushed the idea of like blondes being seen as a ditzy um, and stupid. And that's just really, that's really sad because I didn't, I just don't see that. Um, and come to find out that Paris isn't <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and she, you know, played that role because she just wanted to basically be able to move freely and move a bit more um, carefully, like when it came to like her money, when it came to her image. <laughs> and then the stuff I put tennis, she's like a business, like she's a businesswoman now and she's like really good at it. Um, not even surprised though, because of her family and their history. And, you know, they have like a lot of, um, a lot of a lot of interesting political views when it comes to certain things, but yeah, she played that role really well. So that's very interesting how that isn't reality. So, um, and it's interesting as well. Um, the majority of participants with long long hair they were high maintenance, and uh, with low maintenance variable they saw that, um blondes with <laughs> short hair they were low maintenance so that's very interesting um <laughs> that is interesting so even with this there were a lot of um femininity was also a common trait within the study and black hair was also seen as feminine and it was following right after blondes blondes is being like the top as um being feminine and then black second black with longer hair was seen as high maintenance as well but black shorter hair was seen as low maintenance um overall blonde with long hair was perceived to be more attractive and higher maintenance and that was like a general consensus when it comes to the study and very interesting um, I think that that's something that a lot of people should look at, and definitely, if you relate to that study, like, if you're somebody with straight hair, you should have to look at the study and see how that can apply to your everyday life. And again, that study is called The Sociology of Hair, Hair Sublinism Among College Students by Jody Manning. I'm so sorry that I, like, talk so fast it's kind of ridiculous <laughs> but I think that um when it comes to black women it's so different because um you've always seen just you're socialized differently and I think the main way to look at that is the crown act the crown act literally put in a law to basically highlight that hair discrimination is not tolerated and you know that came to natural hair that law was for specifically black women a lot of times you know black women will straighten their hair for a job interview or they will hide the natural hair whether they have their hair locked up or braided and for some reason braids and locks are seen as unkept and just very unprofessional and I think we should honestly go back to understanding why do we think 
as a society, as a society, why do we think that black hair is unprofessional? And that comes into people understanding how to decolonize their thinking and their own personal lives. And I've already done that. I'm a woman, a black woman at that, a dark skinned black woman. I've been wearing my hair short and cutting it myself for like over five years ever since I was like a senior in high school and that was such a big thing like imagine like being a senior in high school especially when like high school is a very uh just a very socially uh rewarding environment like if you play the part of someone who goes along with beauty standards like you know you're like you're praised for it and at the time this wasn't, this was like around like 2017, 2018 at the time. Like that was like the natural hair care like movement. But again, like I'm a black woman and I went to a very like predominantly white school and, you know, I went to school and people were calling me Lupita Nyong'o. Like I was like, what? Like I did not look like that woman. Like we literally like just are both dark skin and have short hair. And Lupita is so beautiful. And I'm just sitting here. I was just like, y'all, like. She literally has the bone and facial structure. Like, just, it's out of this world. And here I am, like, I am just dark skin with a short haircut. Like, we do not look alike. We just have a similar uh, haircut. That's all it is. And skin tone, there's nothing more beyond that. Like, we can't say that we look similar. I think it's just very interesting um, to see, um, you know, there's that push and how even like the natural hair community, there was this push for, you know, wearing your hair out. And that was like, what, 2014, 15. And you saw that originally that it was like um, tighter coils. And then gradually over time, as it reached like YouTube and long form content platforms, it went to popularizing specifically only like looser coils. So what people would see as 3C or like 3A, like big curls, loose co- like coils and everything like that. It was just very interesting and how that's more socialized and normalized to be pretty than tighter coils. Um, someone who would have hair that would be socialized as 4C and that's more along my lines, but I know my coils are beautiful, but like you have to actively go about um, just the attaching from what society believes about your hair and i think the most um accurate and current uh example of this is lip gloss from tiktok i don't know if you guys remember lip gloss from tiktok she had like her at and her handle was basically like it was simply lip gloss but she had so many s's on the end and she was this dark-skinned black girl who was going to college, going to school, and just living her life, and was very outspoken, and just lived her life, and she was like, you know what, like, I'm so sick of people believing that I should feel like I'm ugly, or I'm made to feel like I'm ugly when I'm not, it's just like, this is my hair, why am I sitting here, and I'm feeling bad about the natural hair that is growing out of my scalp, like, why is it that my hair and my scalp is all of a sudden, is ugly, like, no, that's not the case, like, everything is subjective, everything is not meant to be you know on the same wavelength like I don't feel like this is ugly but she had to go through a learning process and she um got famous on the platform she would get like millions and millions 
points of views when it came to talking about just like her like lived experience and a lot of people were just like yeah she's so real like da, 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 da. and she at the time would be wearing braids or some, some something of that nature like braids or twists and then like right at the end she was like you know what i'm gonna like embrace my natural hair and she was just talking about it and making her vlogs and she like cut her hair or she started wearing her hair out and it was short it was shorter coils and she was just talking about how she's not going to try to like you know she's not going to try to manipulate it in such a way where she has to apply so much product like gel or water or anything that's going to make it um look looser she's going to just wear it as it is and she's just going to go about her life as is and go to school go to work and really embrace her natural self why did this young lady get attacked on so many different platforms now this was on tiktok and she got attacked from tiktok to twitter and you know twitter is very hit or miss very hit or miss when it comes to that and she was saying her opinion mind you she's outspoken mind you she's going to tell her real life experience which is totally valid for her to do so and she was talking about who came up to her when she wears her hair out she said you know most of the time I wear braids you know like people you know people anybody like black or white come up to her like latino like you know she would notice like that was the case but when she took her hair out and she started wearing her hair as is short and natural that most of the time you know black men wouldn't even see her black women would and as a appraisal thing of hey girl like you look beautiful but black men would just like literally like you know not even address her or see her and we talked about how it was so often for white men to like basically come up to her and how she pulled white men <laughs> when she had her short natural hair out and people were so upset and I was just like what is there like what is there to be upset about like why are they doing this to her and it went from TikTok to Twitter and Twitter got real nasty Twitter got real nasty to the point they were harassing her sending her death threats like um they were harassing her total full-on extreme digital abuse and i honestly was just like trying to like just fight the battle with her and she was like you know what you know at the time she was like you know what don't sit there and just be like oh we love you and we um support you she was like i want y'all to be you know going against the people that are talking crazy or crazy to me or crazy about me she was like because all that is nice and sweet in theory but in practice like I should not be getting harassed I should not be getting sent death threats because I said and talked about my experience on this platform and she was like it's nice and all but like I need y'all to actually like really combat that because nothing is stopping it it's still going at such a high rate it was going on for weeks y'all it was going on for weeks because she started her natural hair care series and I think she put about like maybe like four or five um videos about her trying to like embrace her natural hair and her natural self and to really just be more um accepting of it and those videos really went viral on twitter and tiktok as as well and it was just a lot of things that were said from like black men literally proving her point and they were like no like she just like white men she just like this and it was totally invalidating and she has stated multiple times like she has no type she likes and she likes black men but it was just like she notices who will come up to her when it comes to her hair and what she's wearing and 
I think that it was super damaging. She left. And I feel like this is a, it's going to reach a specific community. Like if you're black and queer on TikTok, you probably already know about this story. Like you, you were the main audience for her. You were her target audience. Like you were seeing her videos in real time. I was seeing her videos in real time. And I was just like, I love her because this is what I've been doing. You know, I just don't have a platform. This is what I've been doing for years. And my, honestly, my experiences are very similar to her. And it's the reality of it. When I have braids, when I have braids, locks, or twists, all all of a sudden, men are wanting to talk to me. And people are coming up to me. And if it's any color, literally, it could be any color, any ethnicity. And that's okay. But I'm just like, you know, it makes it kind of, makes you feel weird and it always feels weird to me when I notice that because it's such a stark drastic difference because it'll be quiet when I'm wearing my natural hair out and I'll just be living my life and I'm totally fine with it I'm totally fine with it and then all of a sudden I put on a wig put on a wig and then all of a sudden people are talking to me and then I'm just like mm, like this is a little bit more traction than I ever get and I'm like this is weird and it's like why is it that I get more positive attention when I'm wearing a wig or when I'm wearing, I'm having braids in my hair and people all of a sudden, they notice you, they look at you, they acknowledge you, they respect you. It's crazy. Um, and I think that this is a conversation that it can get really, no matter who the person is, it can get really heated because I think people really get upset when they call, when they when people call out their privilege because I've had this conversation with another black woman but she had longer natural hair and she was like well I feel like you know black men just really love um, natural hair but mind you she had longer black hair like her hair was like shorter length and mind you I'm sitting here with short hair to the almost buzz cut dyed and laid to the side and I'm like you know that's not the case for me and a lot of other women too because I have friends who dark skin short hair as well natural hair as well and they have the same sentiments as I do and it was just totally invalidating from her because she was like you know I don't believe that you know because they love natural hair she's like black men love natural hair I'm like I think in theory they love natural hair when it comes to it being looser bigger or longer and she applied to that demographic and you know I definitely think that people should look outside themselves and understand like, hey, look, if you don't relate to something, you should be able to still conceptualize how something could be outside of you. Just because you don't relate to it doesn't mean you can't understand it. And that's why I'm just like, you know, I can understand why length plays such a factor in how people socialize because I see that. But I see that through my lens, my black woman lens. I can see now, like, look, because see, now that white women have that lens as well, where if you have shorter hair, you're not seen as attractive. You're not seen as confident. And that's what we just found out in that study. Um, it's very interesting. And I think that we really need to just let loose and not hold women to such a high regard. And, um, you know, white women, they're held to a regard and they're seen as the standard when it comes to a lot of things just because of the Eurocentric beauty standard. but when it comes to women of color, do not hold us to such a high regard where it's just like you have to like have us be at this high standard and then we're pretty. We have to be this high standard and then we're respectable. We have to be this high standard 
and then we're someone we can acknowledge like you have to have a wig on you have to have makeup on you have to have um the styles that are trending right now and then i'm going to respect you then i'm going to acknowledge you then i'm going to be nice to you no no like drop all that when it comes to women i'm all for intersectionality when it comes to women just let women be be a respectful person at the end of the day just be respectful um that's the key takeaway let's drop the stereotypes okay we see already with the study that there's stereotypes associated with being blonde with being brunette brunette all of a sudden you're dependable you're reliable you're plain oh my gosh my thing is going off <laughs> but my alarm is going off but it's very interesting and we need to really understand that because you see that in a grander scheme of things when it comes to job discrimination and people just don't get hired because of what oh you had braids and we see that as unprofessional oh you had your natural hair out we see that's unprofessional why can't you straighten your hair let people be do not move with bias in your life and it's hard and easier said than done but really we all need to clock ourselves okay we all need to clock ourselves and really get into introspective mode and like understand okay what's my bias how can i understand how to unlearn it okay and then let's go and we apply that to life okay we apply to other people that don't apply to us that maybe are just like the opposite spectrum of what we consider to be a part of our identity like let's do that okay i've been doing that but i feel like this type of rhetoric and mentality needs to be heard because i'm seeing a lot of just like division within communities of the same group or communities among each other of different ethnicities or whatever the case may be like there needs to be some sort of like let's think logically and let's get to thinking about how you just need to be respectful let's get to thinking like you know not the treat others how you want to be treated because everybody not even that because that is very subjective that can be different and some people don't want to be treated like how other people want to be treated okay let's just be respectful people like mind yours mind your business don't try to stop somebody else's livelihood because you don't like how they look do you see how crazy that sounds don't try to stop somebody else and you view them and treat them in such a crazy and disrespectful way because they got a certain hair color or because they got braids in or because you feel like oh they're blonde oh they must be loose oh they must be doing something like no like just chill out y'all i think at the end of the day like the logic of this and the goal of this is just really we need to stop stereotyping (laughs) and i know it's not even going to be something that's going to like oh this podcast is going to fix this like we're going to stop we're going to stop hair discrimination and gender discrimination now but the reality is like we need some sense knocked into some people and i know it's not going to reach everybody but we need to start thinking a little bit more logically just mind your business <laughs> just mind yours but okay this is the end of hair theory and um just definitely want to thank y'all for tuning in and understanding a bit more of uh my brain how it works and the world around you so thank you for tuning in and bunny is out